Now, from Studio 77, it's Positively Ernie Extra. New York's TV legend and 77 WABC radio talk host is ready with positive news and interviews that inform, educate, and inspire you. Here's Ernie. Okay, okay, thanks, and hi, everybody, and here I am with another great show for you. Yes, I'm Ernie Adastas, and let's talk about finding your happiness. What a subject. I talk to so many people all the time, and, and I love doing that. And one thing that always comes up in conversation is happiness. Everybody talks about that. Doing, you know, what we do every day, your work, you know, family, relationships, health, you name it. It always comes up. And the one thing that always comes up, someone will, will talk about it and then say, are you happy? Yeah, you hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you happy? It's a common question. And you ask, you know, what does it mean? How do you find happiness? Not that easy. It can get complicated. And at the same time, there are some simple steps that can help us. Well, this is a great show for you today because I've got a fabulous guest who's going to answer a lot of your questions and mine as well. And let's welcome Brianna Parolo. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, Ernie. Thank you for having me. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Are you happy? Absolutely. (laughs) You are? I am. Good to hear that. Well, let me tell you about Brianna for a second. Uh, She is a self-esteem therapist here in New York, offers a lot of guidance and support for people who are dealing with anxiety and perfectionism. I want Mm -hmm. to talk about that, Brianna. Work stress, uh, dating, self-care. It's a wide range of interest, and a lot of people are interested in what you have to say. Okay, let's talk about this. Let me me start this off. I asked you, are you happy? Happy. Yes. Okay. Uh, many people are looking for ways to find that happiness. Mm-hmm. In your work, you're mm-hmm. a professional. You deal with a lot of people. Sure. Is there a secret? Is there a secret to happiness? Can you share that with us? Yeah, the secret is admitting we're all worthy of happiness, and it's possible. There's a potential there, and we have to take the good with the bad. So we have to have bad days to understand the good and have the happy times as well, but it's possible, and there's not really a secret. How do we how do we learn that? Okay, we're talking about you know good days, bad days. Mm-hmm. How do we put ourselves in a position to say, okay, I'm I'm going to accept this, and sure. when I have a bad day, sure, and we all have them, mm-hmm. um, how do I handle that day? Sure. What do I do? When I notice I'm having a bad day, I ask myself, is it a bad day or a bad moment? So let's say I woke mm. up, doing my routine, I stubbed my toe. My entire day and schedule could be thrown off. That being said, I could say it's unfortunate this happened, but I'm not going to let it impact the rest of my day in spiral. Yeah. So it's a conscious decision you're going to make in the moment, which is easier said than done. So I like just, that. Yeah, a quick little reminder. Yeah, I like that. In the moment. Mm-hmm. right? That, that's, a, that's a key word that you said. Sure. The moment. Sure. Rather than allowing it to affect our entire day. And it's easy to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a lot of things to talk about. Sure. Let me ask you about motivation. Yeah. How do we motivate ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, you deal so much, and I do too, with positivity. Mm-hmm. How do we do that to stay positive? Sure. Motivation lies, I think, in what the intention is. So oftentimes we hear expectations. I have expectation for a vacation I'm going on or a date that I'm going to try out. And instead, I encourage for motivation. What's the intention behind it? Meeting someone new, going to a new place. When we leave the opportunity for intention to take place, Mm. we have more of that motivation that feels a little bit organic and natural. Yeah. You know, when you talk about this subject, I started at the very beginning talking about how we all face it. It could be work-related. Sure. Sure. all kinds of stress, mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. marriage, kids, mm-hmm. our health, and that can be very overwhelming. So mm-hmm. if you want to break that down a little bit and say, okay, here's how you handle A, B, C, and D. Right. How do we do that? I think it's starting small. Oftentimes we look at the bigger picture. It gets very overwhelming and we'll say, 
I'll leave it for the another another day, and then we push it off and we push it off. Yeah. Sometimes problems are tomorrow problems, mm. but when it's so big and we notice it's impacting us directly, starting small. What's in my control versus out of my control? Yeah, that's a good key. You know, mm-hmm. what's in my control? I think uh, if, if you talk to people um, who have issues, whatever sure. it happens to be, don't you find as a professional that the basis for a lot of it is not having control yes. over the situation? Yes, and that's how so many other things can manifest too of I'm going to try to be very in control so perfectionism might start out. So I don't have control over the crazy world around me, but I'm going to make sure I'm straight A's and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but how do we how do what are the the little secrets if you will, sure. uh, the techniques to gain that control, because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people listening to us now and saying, yeah, you know, you're talking about control. It's sure. not that easy because sure. I try it. And you know what? And I lose control because I, I, I'm not in charge. Absolutely. Other people are affecting me. Yes. And we can't control other people. Yeah. And so the thing is, we can accept that right. it's happening. Right. But we're not going to approve of it either. So if it's raining on my wedding day, I'm going to accept it's happening. I might not be happy about it, mm. but I have to go on. The show must go on. You know, many times I've, I've, I've thought about uh, one word that has a lot to do, compromise. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? And, and, and adjusting to situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said life is a series of adjustments. Yes. Do you agree with that? Yes. Tell me Absolutely. about Absolutely. You don't grow in comfort zones. And so you have to constantly adjust and pivot and have that level of flexibility. It's not going to be easy, but you have to do it to grow. Yeah, that's the only way. To... Listen, mm-hmm. we got a phone call. Great. Yeah, On the line right now, let's say hello. Hello, are you there? Hello? Hello, how are you? Hi, hi. what's your name? My name's Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. How are you? I'm doing good today. I love listening to all the advice I've been hearing so far. Yeah, Cassandra. Well, well, we we're happy to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with positivity today, how to find happiness. Uh, Brianna is an expert, and I know you may want to have a comment or a question for her. Go ahead. We're right here. Hi, Cassandra. Hi. Yeah, so um, like I said, you've been giving some great advice so far, but the question I have is a little bit more specific in regards to maintaining professionalism, um, I was kind of wondering what kind of advice you have to offer for an individual that might be in a high-pressure work environment, oh. how to re- prioritize well-being and finding positivity amidst all the stress of a work environment. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank you so much for that question. I think it's so relevant to yeah. so many different people. Boundaries. I feel like it's a buzzword, but it's an important one. Boundaries can be flexible. They don't have to be rigid. Number one, if it's a high-pressured work environment— What's your time you're supposed to be working versus what are the hours you're actually working? Whether it's a conversation, if a boss is emailing you at 10 p.m., don't answer until the next day. It's certain things like that that might feel uncomfortable if we're used to people pleasing. But the most important person you have to please is yourself, especially in those high-pressured environments. Right. Cassandra, do you have, you know, pressure put on you? Are you getting, you know, emails and phone calls and things like that, deadlines? Yeah, and, you know, I think that that brings a good point. I think it's... It's easy to feel uncomfortable yourself, mm-hmm. but if you kind of set those boundaries, you're really putting the discomfort on the other people crossing them instead of yourself and just allowing people to kind of walk all over you in those situations. Sure. You know, I'm a firm believer we show people how to treat us. We can't expect or mind read or hope they'll know the right thing to mm-hmm. do. And it's setting our boundaries, whether it's verbalizing it or even showing physically I'm not going to answer something. That's the best step forward. Brianna, let me ask you this, too. Uh, Cassandra, stay on the line with us. Um, you know, a lot of people are in a situation where they're not happy with their work. Sure. I mean, I, I can't even remember the statistic, like one out of or 
two out of five people are mm-hmm. unhappy with their job. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Sure. And so what happens? Do you do you say, I'm going to stick with this? I'm going to find ways to talk to people, mm-hmm. f- find a better way to stay here? Or do you leave? It depends on every situation. You know, sometimes you might not have the financial backing or ability to leave. It all starts with a conversation. If you feel like somebody's mistreating you or there's a lack of company morale and there's more positivity yeah, needed, right. start a committee. Get involved in that way. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. So at least you can say at the end of the day, you tried and gave it your best shot. Mm-hmm. The best time to also look for a job was when you have one. So you could always pivot and say, yeah. what's the environment? True. But there's always going to be difficult people. I'm sure in your experience, you've had one or oh, two sure. bad eggs or something. Yeah, exactly. So you always have to pivot and be flexible, like mm. you mentioned. Cassandra, um, are you getting anything from this? Is it, is it helping you at all? Because Brianna's terrific. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what she had mentioned earlier, too, it's kind of the small step. So that's a perfect place to start. Exactly. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for your phone call. We thank appreciate you. that. And good luck with your work, okay? Thanks so much. Thanks so guys. much, Cassandra. Br- Brianna, you know, uh, somebody told me a long time ago mm-hmm. that when you have a problem, sure. uh, let's say we're talking about work-related, okay, mm-hmm. you're stressed out. Any problem you have, mm-hmm. there are really three possible solutions. Okay. One is, can I change this? Mm-hmm. Can I change it? Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I find a way to change it? Sure. If you can't change it, can you accept it? Mm-hmm. Can you figure out, okay, I just have to live with this? Yes. Now, if you can't change, mm-hmm. if you can't accept, mm-hmm. the third one is mm-hmm. you got to go out. Yes. You got to leave. Yes. Or else it's going to be panic. Yes. It'll, 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 it'll kill you. Absolutely. No one, it is your time to go. Yeah. I think sometimes we're always waiting and that's okay because even though it might be chaotic, it's still a comfort zone. Mm. And so, oh, do I want to do that interview? Do I want to speak to new people? Right. We kind of get, we bargain with ourselves. Yes. You know, uh, another thing I want to bring up and, mm. and people listening are, are saying, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're going to bring this sure. up. Social media. Yes. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you deal with this a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's a distraction, you sure. know, end up comparing ourselves to other people. Yes. How do we connect? How do we get through this thing and, and mm-hmm. foster meaningful relationships and not feel uncomfortable? Sure. Well, it's a loaded question. And personally, when I was a teenager, I had a massive following over 50,000 people on Twitter and Instagram. Wow. And it was definitely an adjustment. And the most important thing is social media is a highlight reel. Mm. You're not going to see the real kind of person that's going through not so great times. Okay. And it's easy to compare instead of saying, oh, that person's on vacation again or, oh, so-and-so got yeah. engaged. Yeah. It's more so good for them. I wish them well. Mm. When you wish them well, it's going to come back twice over to you. Right and that's the that. most important thing. View it as an opportunity of, I saw it now, it can also be mine, instead of having the envious kind of approach or comparison. You know, the word envious. Sure. Uh, and, and you know what? Let's be honest with each other. Envy, you know, jealousy, mm-hmm. all of that, it plays in because it's part of our human personality in yes. many ways, right? Mm-hmm. And you agree with that. Sure. I mean, it, it's something that we always have to watch mm-hmm. and be careful about mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's almost... I, I, I use the word natural, but yes. I mean, right? It is. It is. It's one of those things. And if it comes, let it, and then we'll let it go. If we right. also try to avoid it, like, I'm not that person. We all have that moment of, I'm going to gossip. I'm going to think something. We're yeah. not bad people. Yeah. But, but Brianna, you know, the other thing that I'm going to bring it back to is that we're bombarded in many ways. I yes. talk to a lot of people, especially a lot of young people. Yes. And they say, you know what? I, I try to have a good attitude. Sure. But, you know, I'm looking at this stuff. It's in my face. Mm-hmm. And every time I turn around, there's a party. There's something going on. Yes. I haven't been invited. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful picture. And mm-hmm. people are just posing all of these photographs. And, yes. And they start to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Very, and, and it creates self-doubt and mm-hmm. low esteem. Talk yes. about that. You know, mindful content consumption 
impression is always extremely important. And I'll say to somebody, all right, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, any other kind mm, of streaming, mm-hmm. how much time are you spending on it? Right. What's the content you're consuming? Oh, I saw this, this, and this. It didn't bother me. It might have not bothered you in the moment. Just take a log and check in with yourself 10 minutes after. How am I feeling? Make social media work for you. Don't work for it, right? So if you're looking for that connection, like you said, mm-hmm. find like-minded individuals. Join a Facebook group. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Don't live your life to please other people on the internet. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying. And mm-hmm. I also want you to talk about, you know, young people especially. Sure. And I mean really young people. Sure. You know, six and seven-year-old kids, mm-hmm. you know, who are online, who are, who are doing social media mm-hmm. and they're seeing all of these things. This is a tough road, you yes. know, to carry that all the way through their teen years and beyond. Mm-hmm. So what do we do as responsible parents, guardians, whatever we, we can do right. as an uncle, as an aunt? How can we help our children at an early age? Monitor it. If a child comes up and says, hey, I saw this and I don't know how I feel, allow them to space to explore it. Mm. They're flooded with so many things. Even on YouTube, I have a a young cousin and it's wild the stuff that gets suggested and they're watching and they're pros at it too. So it's being mindful of the consumption from a young age and the messaging we're sending ourselves. Are they watching us on the phone? Mm. You know, kids do a good job. They don't listen to what they, their parents say, but they sure as hell imitate them. So, Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have to understand the, 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 the role that mm-hmm. we play uh, as adults in a child's life. Sure. I did a survey not too long ago. I, I love going out on the street and asking questions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I saw a survey as well. And they asked young people, teenagers, right. who's your hero? Mm-hmm. Who do you admire? Mm-hmm. And, and it's an interesting answer. The number one answer was... Parents. My, yeah. Yeah. My parents. That's what I thought. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, you know, a, a long time ago, you know, a lot of people would, would say a, a personality, a sports a figure. Player. A yeah. Yankee player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Mets player, whatever sure. it happens to be. A movie star, mm-hmm. you know, a hero. Sure. But a, a lot of people today, young kids especially, say, this is who I trust. Sure. Absolutely. This is who I trust. I think even watching my parents, they come from a generation where they chose to say, we're going to make the best life possible for our kids. And that Mm. comes with so much sacrifice, too. And and that's a choice. So I know personally, my parents have set my sister and I up for success with Mm. so much love. And we were just growing up, starting with the social media or AOL Instant Messenger now, if it was they were raising us today, a lot younger. Oh, different, I don't different know. ball game. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, you know, personally, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I was very fortunate. Sure. Because uh, we lived with my parents, mm-hmm. uh, my two sisters, mm-hmm. and my my grandmother and grandfather, mm-hmm. all in one house. Yep. For, for many years, and there was a lot of love in that environment. Yes. And there was a lot of understanding. And I've always said, and I'm, I'm a father now, I'm a parent, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got two, two kids and some grandkids. Sure. And I've always said that one of the best things that you can give your child mm-hmm. is self-esteem. Yes. Good self-esteem. Yes. Because it carries me. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. I always feel good about myself. Absolutely. You know, Ernie, the way that we speak to ourselves matters. Yes. Are we speaking to empower self? More often than not, we're disempowering. Oh, mm. I probably didn't get it. Oh, yeah. it's negative. And we could be realistic. We don't have to be amazing and perfect. That doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But we could be a little bit more kinder to ourselves. Yeah. Oftentimes I say to clients, there's a voice that sounds like a bully. It's not yours. Give a name, think of an atrocious name and name it and say, okay, so-and-so speaking (laughs) the truth, it's not me. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. These are all things that are so important, Mm -hmm. you know, to to keep in mind on on a day-to-day basis. Sure. You know, it's not something that, you know, you you listen to a podcast, you're listening to the show, Mm -hmm. you're getting something out of it, which I'm I'm hopeful that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. But you also stop and you say, hey, folks, if you're listening to us, practice this. Yes. Practice it. Do it. 
Absolutely. You know, there's such an influx too, and truly I fell victim to true crime podcasts. Never wanted to leave my house. Mm. The only information I took was like, (laughs) I'm scared. And so when we could listen to shows like yours, Ernie, there's a space that's needed for these kind of things. We need this. We really do. This is, you know, I've done the news in New York 40 plus years. Sure. And and I've really enjoyed a lot of the work that I've done. Mm -hmm. But now I'm committed to the positivity because, right. you know, so many times going on the air with negative news. Yes. And the one thing that always was on my mind as I was reporting a lot of negative stories, mm-hmm. you can imagine over the years mm-hmm. from 9-11 and everything else. Right. And I, I'll, I'll leave the studio and say, you know, what, what did I do tonight? And, yes. and how do these people feel? And, and what's missing is hope. If we don't have hope in mm-hmm. life, and that's what we're trying to do, what you and I are doing today, yes. giving people a chance to say, okay, if there's a problem, mm-hmm. let's find a solution. Let's yes. find an, how can we make it better? That's what you do. Yes, absolutely. And that was actually top of my mind question for you. Yeah. Dealing with difficult stories throughout your career, was there ever a story that ever stayed with you or how were you able to move, not necessarily past it, but accept it? it well, happened? you know, there are so many stories that sure. I could cite. Uh, and I did mention 9-11, yes. and that was a painful story for all of us. Absolutely. For all of us, but mm-hmm. especially those of us you know, who were on the air and reporting all of this hard information day to day. I mean, I don't have to repeat what was going on. Sure. But there was a point where we were on the air for maybe a good five weeks or so, mm-hmm. steady. Mm-hmm. And I remember working with a lot of my co-anchors and friends. Sure. And I was at CBS2 in New York. And I think we were in my office. We were taking a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. The network had taken over, and we were doing our, our, our time just to relax a little bit. Sure. And I remember we started talking about what we were doing, and we started to cry. Yes. I mean, we really had to let it out. I could see tears. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it builds up. But I think, you know, to answer your question, I would always think about the fact that there was hope in life, mm-hmm. that we had an opportunity to make things better. Yes. And I think that's what really has sustained me all the time and a spirituality about life. Yes, absolutely. You know, sometimes too, clients will come in at their absolute rock bottom. Yeah. And I'm also a human being on the other yeah. end. And it's it's difficult, but I say to myself, they're taking all the steps for the support. Mm. And if the hour session they have with me during yeah. the week can be something that they feel comfortable to let it all out, it's important. Brianna, let me ask you this question. Sure. Because I just... Uh, said the word spirituality. Yes. And and it means a lot of different things to people. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is that mm-hmm. in what you do, working with your clients to sure. talk about how they feel about spirit? Yeah, I think it's meeting them exactly where they're at. You know, everybody has such a different relationship and meaning what yeah. you're saying. And so right. if they bring it up in session, great. How can we, is there a community that you're a part of? Is there, oftentimes they say prayer is almost like a mantra. Mm. So if you can't go to sleep, even if you're not religious, recite a prayer that you yeah. remember. Yeah. Right. Okay. That helped. I was able to go to sleep. Great. Okay. And so that's how we're able to weave it in. And sometimes I have people that are extremely spiritual yeah. and I have a really nice experience too with them on the other end, although we might not have this. The same religious background. It's yeah. okay. I got something out of this, or I'm interested now, and it gives me it lifts up my spirit. I, well. I I have found that spirituality is very important. Sure. Um, and and talking to so many people over the years, there are people who who have no religion at all, which mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've never been into a, a mosque, a church, a synagogue, whatever. Sure. But they're saints. Mm-hmm. They're really beautiful people mm-hmm. who have a terrific heart and a great attitude. Yes. And I've always said, you know what? Just keep. Keep in mind, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I look at I look at the Earth, yes. I've got a beautiful picture of NASA, mm-hmm. and I look at it every day, yep. and I say, I am living on this ball, man. Yes. I am right here, mm-hmm. and I don't want to forget that, mm-hmm. and I want to remember that this amazing creation of everything that we see, everything, yep. 
uh, comes from a source. Yes. And then if you have that feeling, and mm-hmm. I'm saying this personally, sure. If you have that feeling, I got to tell you something. That's strength. That's power. It, I love it. I love that you share that because honestly, my favorite time in the morning is yeah. 7 a.m. So I'm yeah. an early bird. Whether it's on vacation, I love going on the beach and it's quiet and I just Good. embrace everything. Or even walking my dog in the morning. His name's Jagger. He's seven pounds. He, <laughs> thinks, he thinks he's a pit bull, but he's not. <laughs> and I hear the birds in the morning. It doesn't matter how bad the weather is. And that gives me that sense of Isn't spirituality. That nice? uh, before we go, sure. a, a final closing thought for us, okay, sure. for people out there. What do you have to say? I think everybody, happiness is possible. There are tough moments in life, but you absolutely can get through it. And if you have that supporting person, lean on them. I love it. Mm-hmm. Good. You, you are fabulous. Thank you. Uh, Brianna Parolo, uh, what a terrific guest. I want you to come back. Do it again. Uh, and please keep up the good work that you're doing. Thank okay? you so much, Ernie. My pleasure. We wish everybody a good relationships, lots of love. I'm going to see you next time. I'm Ernie Anastas on Positively Extra. And you can always send me your comments at ernie.anastas at wabcradio.com. Be well. Stay positive, everybody. Remember, like the song says, you were born to be alive. See you next time.